Flesh time long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time. Long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? How could I be? I mean, how, how how could how are you? I mean, everything's good. We got the Mets here. They won't stop winning, which is phenomenal. They're beating up on those little candy-striped pony boys over there in Philadelphia. And uh, I can't really complain. I mean, tonight was a great game. Zach Wheeler, wheels up, hashtag wheels up, getting back on the pump, getting back on track. Um, really like using that hashtag, so I uh, felt pretty good. And... Um, you know, Conforto in the leadoff spot, eh? I mean, things are, things are working out. Yeah, kid, I tell you what, I love it. The Mets sweep a great series against the Phillies. Jay Bruce staying hot. A boy Wheeler looked good. He looked loose. He had easy easy gas, as a boy Ron Darling says. As Drupal Cabrera, you know, this is what we thought Robbie Alomar would be like years ago, right? I mean, I think he's uh, he was 5-for-5 five five in scoring position uh, including tonight, which is or or hitting with runners in scoring position, which is great. Um, obviously, the the Phillies look like a poor little league team, like not even like a good little league World Series team, but like one of the teams that like Japan beats like sixteen to one. I mean, you've got the guy on the uh, on the Phillies, basically the catcher, like catching a, a pop fly and Cabrera tags off first. I mean, I I don't know how that happens, but I'm happy for the Metropolitans to take care of business. Yeah, I'd say the Phillies, they look like that Little League team that's sponsored by a funeral home. So, you know, the kids are kind of like, they're they're on the team, but they're like sad about it. And then uh, maybe like the, the coach it works at the funeral home, so that's extra weird. Uh, and doesn't really know baseball that well, but the, wants to spend time with uh, his kid. So, you know, he calls it like, a, he goes like, oh, good goal when they run across home plate. And uh, the whole thing is just a mess. And that's, that's what the Phillies look like to me right now. They're not... You know, Estrubal Cabrera is taking extra bases, like you said, and uh, just just errors here and there. Um, speaking of Estrubal, I'm pretty sure it was a play. This crazy guy Ramos gets in there, and uh, you know, this guy gives up a home run, still hasn't landed. I mean, I, th- I think it's like Santa's sleigh that like tracker on ABC. You could track that Estrubal home run from last year. It's still flying over Staten Island as we speak. It was a moonshot in a game that they came back against the Phillies. They were down a bunch. So Drewby does the uh, the crazy bat flip. This guy Ramos, you know, he goes into the offseason, apparently thinks about it all offseason, sits there just, you know, just angrily punching his uh, macho man wrestling buddy and waiting for the opportunity to get back out there and, and throw it as Drupal. He does it, throws it over his head, and I think it lit a fire under everyone's ass because I'm going to tell you something. That next game... The Mets went ballistic, and Estrubal, who you said, like you know, looks like uh, you know what we wanted out of Robbie Alomar, but you know, in in terms of his look, he looks like a guy who's really into Chipotle. But let me tell you something: this guy can play, and uh, the Mets bats awoke thanks to Estrubal and his bat flip from last year, and this crazy guy Ramos who uh, dug the Phillies a grave this week. Yankee at hundred percent. I mean, I was on the uh, the Twitter box, and I don't follow too many Phillies people, but apparently John Cruck is like a color guy. He doesn't do the ESPN anymore, and he was hammering Ramos for throwing behind Cabrera, and 
obviously it woke them up. I mean, Nelson Figueroa said it after the game tonight. We're taping this Wednesday night after the, uh, you know, late after the game. And, and quite frankly, it, it certainly did. Woke the Mets' bats up, and they took care of business. So, I, you know, credit credit to you, Ramos. Like, yeah, yeah. like if you don't want guys flipping the bats, like, don't give up home runs. Like, it's it's that easy. Yeah, stay woke, as they say on the Twitter. All right, because our bats certainly did. That was a that was a I workshopped that one before the show. <laughs> I tell you, kid, I like it. And as as we talk about the Phillies, I would be remiss uh, to mention we previewed the Marlins series last week on last week's show didn't obviously go as as well as they wanted to but the Mets got a chance to rebound with this upcoming weekend slate starting Thursday and we got our boy Robert Gesellman back on the mound against Chen Gesellman a a so-so game gave up a monster tater to Ozuna and that was on Saturday night and then on Friday night Chen was his usual self against the Mets now holding Mets players to like a 628 OPS like a 220 batting average. He doesn't walk anybody, especially against the Mets. And so he's uh, actually been a better pitcher on the road. So hoping that the Mets bats can stay hot. We've seen this with the Mets in early seasons of yore about two years ago. And then way back in the Willie Randolph days, a little road trip, get the blood flowing. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, let me tell you something. There's nothing that makes me happier than getting to preview the damn Marlins every week. Uh, (laughs) You know, I, I really I don't like talking about them. This guy this guy Wei Yin shows up the other day, pitches like friggin' Clayton Kershaw's and uh you know, I gotta tell you something. I almost booked an emergency trip to the DR after this this uh this homestand against the Marlins because I was stressed out. I needed to get down there to the all inclusive, have some empanadas, a little paella, and just forget that guys like Wei Yin Chen and Andrew Conley ever existed. Uh but you know, we, we gotta we got to get after it. I think the the bats have woken up, so I think he's in for a rude awakening. We will, um, you know, hopefully, since weigh in is a lefty, uh, Terry will go down into his lair uh, and and unlock Wilma Flores from his cage and let let him come out for a little while before he you know forcibly puts him back in there because Terry is a, a slave master, and uh, you know I I think. Uh, I'm I'm hoping for good things, but you know the Marlins are one of those teams. Like for for as long as I can remember, they've been annoying. If they're not good, they're annoying. They're never just flat out bad. No, I agree completely, and I and I feel like in this Marlins stadium, this kind of stadium that it's basically if Jeff Loria had a fantasy about Field of Dreams while in an opium den. Uh, especially this stadium, it's got the weird dimensions, like. Like, you know, you hit a ball in the gap. It's usually going to be a triple. There's there's a aquarium behind home plate. Like, they have a giant fish. Like, I I don't know. I, I get the I get the creeps, man. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not loving it either. You know, you got the whole the I talk about the uh, the jumping fish in the outfield. You got that club out there. You know, you got a bunch of wannabe Ricky Martins dancing in there, not paying attention to the baseball. Uh, not for me, not for me. I haven't been there and I probably never will cause I got my, my very strict travel restrictions, but, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's just the way it goes. I see it on and that, TV. And that, that's by choice. That is by choice. I mean, <laughs> it, it makes me, <laughs> makes me very nervous though. The whole thing. I, 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 like my stadiums, uh, you know, like I like my parenting old school, strict and, uh, can't think of a third one, but you know, you get it. Old school, old school and strict. That works, kid. Uh, so that's the Thursday game. Gesellman against Chen. 
Then Friday, our boy Noah back on the mound against Adam Conley. Give me Noah against the world. Give me Noah against uh, Clayton Kershaw. Give me Noah against Bob Gibson and, and Walter Johnson. Uh, I mean, the guy, he stole the Philly Fanatics' weird scooter and took it for a ride. I mean, he's got the uh, the thing with the mascots, like right out of the, the Lopez Brothers book. I you know, I, I I would think he's he's got some ad executives presumably creaming their jeans, thinking about how they're going to get this guy involved. I'm telling you, he's going to be he's going to be famous, and as long as he keeps uh, you know striking people out and being a great pitcher, I'm all for it. Conley, of course, beat the Mets on Saturday. I feel like they've faced him, like we said last week's show about about 20 times a year fa- facing this Conley guy again, a lefty. A little bit of a bugaboo for the Metropolitans, considering we've got a logjam of Grandison, Bruce, Conforto in the outfield. So what are your thoughts on Friday's game? Yeah, let me tell you something. I'm surprised that Noah didn't uh, hop off that ATV and then sign a deal to uh, start uh, doing ads for ATVs right afterward. I mean, he's a big sponsor guy, uh, our boy Noah. But uh, I agree. I will take Noah against anyone right now, even this Andrew Conley guy who looks – he's got the look of like a – like a lefty Tyler Clippard, um, you know, he's got he, one one of those guys who, uh, you know, really good at math. Maybe uh, didn't catch on to showering till later in high school. Uh, you know, one of those guys. He, you really just want to stuff him in a locker and call him a nerd. But he comes out there, and apparently he's the next big thing for the Marlins. So this is a guy that we can't take lightly. But with Thor on the mound, I'm feeling pretty good. He's one of those guys. You don't worry about him when he's on the road. You don't worry about him when he's home. You don't worry about him at all. I mean, the guy can even hit. So uh, this is one of those games that I'm pretty sure uh, the Mets have a a good chance of at least taking this Friday one. Yeah, and fun fact, this game is going to be at Marlins Stadium. And uh, this stadium, Jeff Loria was inspired to make this after seeing Pitbull live in concert. So there's some trivia for you. Pitbull will do that to you. I mean, if you if you go to Pitbull, it's like you know, you, usually you're taking some form of uh, of ecstasy. That's just a fact. I'm not really, I'm not really opening anyone's eyes to anything. And uh, you know, you wind up seeing colors. You get out there, you start singing Spanish. You you figure it out. You know, it's like yeah, I I mean, I'm gonna tell you something. I took Spanish up until eighth grade. I go to a Pitbull concert, pop a little blue pill in my mouth. I'm fluent. All right, I'm singing. I'm singing all the songs. Which, uh, which which blue pill kid? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that. The one time I swapped the blue pills, I was I was, <laughs> I was walking around playing tag with people. You know what I mean? <laughs> at the <laughs> at the pitbull concert, <laughs> hands free tag at the pitbull concert. A lot of butts at the pitbull concert. Oh yeah, a lot of butts, <laughs> a lot of butts. And I was just <laughs> I was going around just pointing them out. <laughs> In the De- most literal sense of the word. <laughs> Definitely, kid. Shout out to the uh, the blue pill manufacturers in this world. Both All legal, of them. Yeah. Both legal and, and non-legal. And then Saturday, we got our boy Jacob deGrom against Volquez again. And this is an interesting one, kid. I tell you, deGrom actually in, in Miami has not been that great. A whip around 1.6. Batting average against around 320. That's in about 22, 23 innings pitch. So... Obviously, you know, I'm not team sample size, but watching the games down there, I vividly remember some starts where he struggled, you know, gutted his way through a five, six inning performance. And like you said, you know, this is an annoying team to play, especially when you're there on the Saturday and the girls hand out the test tube shots at the Clevelander. 
Oh, yeah, they jam the test tube shots down your throat, start chasing you around, asking you for money. It's disgusting. Uh, you know, that's not what America was built on, all right? America was built on you, you serve someone a beer, they pay you $11, and you go away, all right, if they, <laughs> if they ask for it. <laughs> it's not about you chasing me around in, in some skimpy outfit trying to throw a bunch of fruit punch with vodka in it down my throat. You know, it's not, first of all, it's not manly. Second of all, it's not, uh, it's not polite. So get out of here, Cleveland, the girls. Uh, that's first things first. Then on to the game. Uh, DeGrom and Volquez, yeah, and you know, DeGrom, not not a great track record down there. And for some reason, when Edinson Volquez throws against the Mets, he channels the spirit of, like, Pedro Martinez and Greg Maddox, like if they had a baby, like, uh, you know, <laughs> Pedro Maddox. Uh, that baby is Edinson Volquez. And then he comes out there and just throws a bunch of gasoline, and the Mets can't hit it, be it the World Series, the regular season, whatever. Uh, what I'm looking forward to seeing is what will most likely happen is Thursday and Friday, Michael Conforto will go a combined 8-for-8 eight eight with f- five home runs and 13 RBIs. And then on Saturday, uh, ter- Terry will sit him, uh, and in, in his place, he will put a framed picture of Ty Kelly in the outfield. Ty Kelly has been claimed by Toronto, and uh, I'm pretty sure that, that Terry sits there with a framed picture of Ty uh, just softly whispering to it at night, listen, if they won't let me have you, I won't let the world have Michael. And, uh, you know, that's that's my prediction for Saturday. It's going to get real weird down at Marlins Park. Yeah, you know, when they have the uh, the bullpen phone there and you see Terry on the phone, he's not actually calling the bullpen. He's calling Eric Campbell long distance. Yeah, he's calling Eric Campbell, and he's and he's trying to get Ty Kelly on, on three-way calling. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, Terry... 75-year-old man, not big on technology. He's trying to buzz him in. So, you know. You got to hit the, he, uh, the flash button. Right. And and what happens is he just winds up having really long, convoluted conversations with Hansel Robles, who, who can't who can't connect him to either of them. And, uh, and by the way, in case you were wondering, this game will also be played at Marlins Park, which uh, was created after a dream Jeffrey Loria had about what, it would, what a stadium would look like if it was made from the remains of a bunch of cremated Teletubbies. <laughs> so so we have, the, we have that going for us. R.I.P. Tinky Winky, uh, I hardly knew you. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Laurier, big, big art guy. Talk, talk, big, to us, talk to us about art. Cause you're, big art guy. Big, big kid show guy, too. God, you're the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to uh, to Sunday in the series finale, Matt Harvey against Dan Straley. This is a one o'clock game, so hopefully our boy Harvey is in uh, you know ripping heaters, making out with Adriana Lima before the game down at Club Live in this one because it is an is an early start. I hope he's got the uh, the the big league chew uh, right in that front left lip uh, going pretty well. But quite frankly. The uh, the Mets should be favored to win this game. I mean, Dan Straley, you know, he's not he's not Sandy Koufax, uh, but again, this we you had it right last week uh, when you said the Saturday game was was going to be the tough one, and and of course Conley limited them. This is the one that kind of scares me. Like it's going to be like three two in the eighth, and like you know this Ozuna guy is going to hit a two run double, and all, all of a sudden they're going to lose. This is the game that kind of scares me, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you know, Matt Harvey's been pitching well. He's kind of a new pitcher these days. He's not doing the old, uh, the old Dark Knight stuff. 
you know, it's like we said last week, he's kind of transitioned. Instead of putting on his cape and his little mask, he comes in like uh, our boy Fred Rogers. He takes off his sweater, changes into a sensible T-shirt, takes off his pants, changes into some sweatpants, feeds the fish. You know, he's a he's a... He's just a normal guy. He gets his mail from Mr. McFeely or whatever that guy's name was. But you know what I'm saying. That Matt Harvey is not he's not the that same guy, but it's good. The guy is pitching and uh, you know, Dan Straley, kind of a back of the rotation guy for the Marlins here. I think that uh, it's a winnable game, but it's one of those games that after playing four games inside uh, you know, some some like neon uh, ecstasy den it's going to be very difficult to, to keep your focus for one more during the, the, the uh, 1 p.m. start. So, you know, here's hoping that uh, Matt Harvey can, can pull it together and, uh, you know, he'll be hanging out with Adriana Lima, like you said, before the game. I think if I were him, I would start, you know, ratcheting up the confidence again, though. And I like this reserved Harvey, but it'd be good if he did, undid a couple buttons at the top of the jersey. No undershirt. I think that would really throw people for a loop. And, uh, you know, I mean, like we said, in case you didn't know, this is the fourth game of the series. The Mets and the Marlins are playing four games this weekend. They are playing all the games at Marlins Stadium, okay, which is what happens when, uh, you know, Jeffrey Loria takes his wife to a paint night and she screws up the palm tree and he just, he goes, he throws a shit fit and throws the paint all over the place. He then then as he's in the car apologizing, he looks at he looks at his clothes that are now filled with uh, with paint and uh, Pinot Grigio, and he says, "You know what? I think I just found what my new stadium is going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> this is it." So a botched a botched wine and paint led to the creation of Marlins Park. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey Loria, for that. Honey, get your son on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> get David on. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean the out the outside of the stadium looks like uh, I mean like honestly it looks like he, they're gonna hold like some sort of Nickelodeon awards or something there. It's like it's like one of those uh, it's like God slimed the stadium from the from the heavens. <laughs> they're gonna hey they're gonna they're gonna bring you on they're gonna slime you the whole thing you know yeah yeah I mean like I'm sure every time Keenan Thompson gets down there to Miami and drives past the stadium he has flashbacks. I mean, <laughs> Lori Beth Dimberg probably had a, a full-blown heart attack when she passed that place. <laughs> it's just it's just slime time down there. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's the official stadium of Ecto Cooler. So uh, congratulations, Jeff Loria, you goddamn maniac. You know, you guys come here for the uh, the splits and the game previews. You stay you stay for the Nickelodeon deep cuts. That's why. That's right. That's why you keep coming back. You stay for the Lori Beth Dimberg jokes, all right? If you're at that Lori Beth, uh, you're welcome to come on. We're we're having guests again, so you're back. Yeah, so, we're having uh, guests again. That's the thing. Yeah, Why yeah, we're back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, that's that's going to be the weekend. I mean, you got any other plans for the weekend? You gonna you gonna watch any of these games? Uh, you know, what's uh, what's on the docket? You know, kid, they got the uh, you got the Metropolitans. You got the NBA the NBA playoffs. There'll be some things going on, maybe some uh, some some lagers of some kind at some point. I don't know. Yeah, definitely some some couch time. A lot of uh, oh yeah, gonna be gonna be at least a lazy Saturday, a lazy Sunday. You know, as you get older, you got to really appreciate the laziness. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking I'm probably going to do a couple of the games in my house, and then for Saturday, uh, I was going to go down with my boys, my boy Rocco. Um, he owns uh, a, a car garage, and we were going to take a, an oil can and go down to Miller's Ale House and see how much we could grease those guys for to see if they'd fill an entire oil can with uh, with some, some high life. And then we were just going to take the mixture of whatever's left in the can and the high life and just get friggin', friggin' bombed and, uh, you know, see what's going on at the new Coliseum. If not, we'll, we'll check out the rest of the game. We'll just end up at Mulcahy's and hopefully Big Shot will be doing something or whatever. You know, we're playing it by ear. We're, we're going to go nuts. <laughs> But you know, it's just it's Long Island. You know, you you fly by the seat of your uh, your carpenter jeans. So you're gonna end up at the uh, at the Mitchell Field drinking that concoction, watching some weird flag football game because <laughs> right next to the uh, the old Coliseum, or maybe the Airport Hilton over there. That's, that's yeah, good yeah. Living. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll end up at that Mitchell Field. I mean, I, I've been kicked out many a time, but I'll I'll always go back because I'm loyal, and that's what you should be in life. And uh, you know. I think I've got, you know, I think we've gone off the rails a little bit, but I just wanted to tell everybody about, about, you know, our weekend and what we're doing. And, you know, they, because Gene told us we're supposed to be interacting with our fans. He says we don't interact enough. He's like, you know, you got to tell you guys what you're doing. So that's what I'm doing. I'm stealing beer from Miller Ale House. And uh, Tommy is laying on the couch in a Steph, Jer- Steph Curry jersey that is the, you know, that he got off from a, uh, a Chinese jersey site. Two sizes too small. Two sizes too small. Only wear it inside. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. You wear it inside, or you wear it like uh, if someone you're going to someone's house who's got a pool. Just roll in the back. Just whip, whip it off. You know. <laughs> so. Uh, I love a kid. Uh, so there, there we have it. Uh, that's it for the uh, the folks that can always fo- find us on the uh, the Twitter machine at 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 Mets FTLT. We're on Facebook at First Time Long Time. Uh, we have a voicemail number that no one's called, so maybe we'll we'll bring that back another time. Uh, maybe if you're lucky. All right, if you're lucky. But as always, thank you for listening, and let's go Mets. That's right, let's go Mets. Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time, yeah. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time.